Radio. G'day everyone, thanks for tuning into The Journey. I hope you're having a great weekend. Wherever you are, right around the country, it's mid-year. And that means school and uni holidays at the moment. So if you're on holidays, enjoying time with the family, recharging the batteries, good luck to you. One bloke whose batteries are obviously on full charge today are the ones that belong to this bloke, Big oh, Dave Collins. Yeah, good on you, Jude. Are you ready for a big show today, mate? I am as usual. I can't wait. Look, I've had a look at the lineup today. Yeah. Some of my absolute favourite The Journey presenters mm. are queued up, so we're mm. rock and rolling. We're ready to go. Mm. Hey, State of Origin 3, Jude. 3-0, what do you reckon? Dave, yes. New South Wales have had a win after an eight-year drought. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not going to get greedy. <laughs> I hope it's 3-0. It'd be huge if it was, but... I'm stoked we got up 2-0 thus far. Well, I'm happy to be greedy. 3-0. New South Wales Blues, go for it. Jude, whilst we're talking about State of Origin, I was talking to the guys from Bendigo the other night, Mm. okay? Yep. Mad AFL fans. Yep. Goes without saying. But when it comes to rugby league, guess what? They're Queensland fans. I know. Yes. I I don't get it at all. My mates in WA, Victoria, guess what? They all go for Queensland. It's like the whole world outside of New South Wales goes for the Queensland side. I know exactly what you're talking What's about. What's going on? I have no idea. But it's, it's just like the world against New South Wales. I met a guy from the US who was out here the other day. He's been out here doing a bit of mission work. Yeah. He's doing it in Sydney. He's going for Queensland. I, I just don't get it. Anyway, that's why it's really good that we've had a win. A big welcome to all of our new listeners around the country, especially the guys in Bendigo who've come on board with the show in the last few weeks. Great to have you as part of the Journey family, even though you are all probably going for Queensland as well. Anyway, we can't help that. I'll have another chat with them. (laughs) Anyway, wherever you are listening in the car via live streaming or maybe tuned in via podcast, it's great to have you listening. Now, we're going to hear from Sister Hilda with her wisdom from the Abbey. Also, Trish McCarthy joins us today. And we've got a great story from Sam Clear. Looking forward to this one. It's about his walk around the world for Christian unity. He told me that one over a coffee one day. It's a great story, and I hope people really enjoy it. We've got uh, the Gospel Reflection this week being presented by Father Ken Kaye from Matthew chapter 11. He's a great preacher from the Franciscan Order of Priests. Well, let's get into it, Jude. Faith, hope, love and life. You're tuned to the journey. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. This week's Gospel from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 25 to 30, where Jesus is speaking to God, Abba, his Father, and says, Come to me, all you who labour and are overburdened, and I'll give you rest. God, for Jesus, is not just the supreme being, eternal, immutable, impassive, almighty, most high. While all these things are true, the God of Jesus in the Scripture is Abba, or Daddy, a personal, intimate person, to whom he speaks, who passionately loves, who has mercy, cares deeply, is not fanatical in any way, and is not choked by the yoke of laws. The God who is with Jesus is the God that we share in. The God who, as the image of this two oxen pulling the plough together, and then he said, I am meek. The meek will inherit the earth. We've heard that how many times? Not overthrowing Romans or terrorists. That's not how the meek will inherit the earth. Meekness is not weakness. It's not being timid. Meekness is the opposite of pride. Pride, we are attached to our own way of thinking, our own way of doing things, unable to change. We can't stand criticism. We can't stand opposition. No, meekness is the opposite of that. Lacking meekness is lacking resentment, lacking revenge, lacking repayment 
and hurting somebody back, insisting on my rights no matter what. That's not meekness. Meekness is open to recollection, to conversation, to conversion, getting angry but still loving. Meekness calms the desire for revenge. Meekness seeks out who we are in the light of who God is. Meekness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, a product of growing in God's love. Compassion. Jesus lives with compassion for all. A sense of joy. Lightening our loads. Let's pray that we'll be people of meekness and compassion. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. Last week I spoke a little about surrender slash abandonment. I want to add something further using those words interchangeably this morning. Some of us have definite ideas about what we want to surrender to God. We can surrender our families, asking Him to make up for any shortcomings we find in our own care of them. We can surrender our dreams, rightly believing that He has the greater plan of love and will always bring about what is best, no matter how it looks. But I learnt something else recently. I learnt that we can even surrender our sin, especially those past ones that seem to plague us. We can abandon those rotten actions that alienate us from others. You know, that snappy, sarcastic word, that loss of temper, that remark that you wish had never left your mouth, that action you so deeply regret, even the thought that's passed through your head. It's possible to say to God, I even surrendered that remark to you, that sin that chases me around. I surrender it to you. Do with it what you will, and whatever you may do, I thank you. And do you know what will happen? Let me tell you. You will see God bring the incomprehensible out of the impossible. You will actually feel God taking over your life, and you won't want it any other way. You'll find yourself making decisions totally in accord with the gracious Spirit of God. You'll find yourself tipped off about the ordinary. Little things like you'll have an overwhelming sense that that letter you've written should not be sent or a person will come to mind and you won't be able to shake it until you make contact. And then you'll discover that the contact was exactly what was needed. And even when things you do with the best will in the world end up exploding in your face and you surrender it, you'll be amazed at the peace and the calm that will be yours. The more you surrender to God, the more he will give to you. You will be in awe at what it does for your general happiness and the quality of love in your life. Go on, start today. There is nothing, nothing, nothing that you cannot surrender to God. Welcome back. You're listening to The Journey. We just heard from Sister Hilda Scott with her wisdom from the Abbey. It's always great to have Sister Hilda on the show. It probably goes without saying, Jude, but what did you think of wisdom from the Abbey this week? It was great to hear this second part in her series on surrendering to God, mate. I've got to be honest, I really enjoyed it last week, and that sort of topped it off for us hearing part two this week. Great to have Sister Hilda on the show, and you can go and listen to all of her previous stuff. Lots of people do do that via the podcast. Go and listen to their favourite presenters. Just go to radio.dow.com. 
www.ministry.org.au. It's time for a big cheerio, Judiths, to all the teachers that are listening into the journey. Thank mm. you so much for supporting the show. Mm. I know we've got a lot of teachers from all over the place who tune in. Some even use podcasts of the segment from some of the presenters as inputs for their lessons in Catholic schools. That is so good to hear. It is, and why wouldn't you? There's some really good content on there just for, for helping to instruct kids in faith, particularly some of the stuff that we hear for people like Trish McCarthy and Sam Clear and, yeah. and Bruce, Sister Hilda. Really good ways of leading kids in, into prayerfulness, which is fantastic. Mm. Anyway, and you mentioned teachers there. Yeah, I hope they're all having a great holiday break too. Lucky ducks that they are with that couple of weeks holiday. I've been a teacher and I know how hard they work in the term. Often you just fall across the line when you get to mid-year holidays. So I hope you're having a fantastic break. Faith, hope, love and life. You're tuned to The Journey. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Your mind is a garden. Thoughts are the seeds. You can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. Our thoughts are powerful things, one of the greatest and mysterious gifts that we have been given. Yes, they have the potential to affect the altitude of our attitude and our actions. What kind of garden are you growing? I've heard that we spend one-fifth of our lives talking and have approximately 30 conversations per day. We also talk to ourselves. Have you ever stopped and really listened to your thoughts? Here's an activity. Take five minutes, 30 minutes, half a day jotting down all the thoughts that fly through that space between your ears. And once done, examine them closely. Are they positive, negative or neutral? What do they focus on most? What are the key themes if you like? Is it your emotions, your actions, tasks, family or work? Are they focused on judgments or affirmations of yourself and others? With God's help, it is possible to clean up our thoughts. And when we do, it has significant impact not only on ourselves, but all those whom we encounter. Just like a small child who has sticky hands and leaves a residue on everything they touch, so too negative thoughts on our lives, experiences and relationships. We're created for much more than this. Try taking three questions or statements that you've jotted down and changing them into a better question or frame of thought. For example, I wish I didn't have to go to work today. Into... How can I be present at work and enjoy the moment? Or, why does this always happen to me? Into, what is God or life trying to say to me through this experience? What can I be open to learning? If you ask yourself a question, your brain instinctively comes up with an answer. Ask a better question, get a better answer. Have some fun today with your thoughts. What kind of garden are you growing? Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. Welcome back to The Journey. I hope you're enjoying today's show, wherever you are, right around the country, either live through your local Christian radio online or via podcast. Lots of people listening in via podcast. Jude, I just wanted to give a big cheerio to our listeners down in Gippsland. What a mm. beautiful part of the country. It is, mate. It's great to have them listening into the show. Also, I hope you're staying warm down there as we head into July, right in the thick of winter. As I said, it's just stunning down there, Jude. I'm sure the log fires are being cranked up there as we speak. Absolutely. Now, Dave, I wanted to speak today about the Proclaim Conference. We've spoken about it before on the show. Just wanted to encourage people right around Australia to register for this conference, being proven to be really popular, number of people that are applying. The focus is the joy of the gospel in parishes. Keynote speakers are Father Michael White and Tom Corcoran, who are authors of the book Rebuilt which is all about this parish in America 
that is reawakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. And I've got to tell you, they honestly went to some of these mega churches that surrounded them in the United States of America, went to school quite openly, and were really helped very strategically by these churches to bring people back to a really vibrant, faithful parish. If you want to go, call one three hundred four faith That's one three hundred four faith for more details. And uh, Marita Winters, who we've interviewed on the show and the whole team there, would love to hear from you. It's going to be huge. There's people coming from right around Australia. Sounds like a great event indeed. Here are the missionaries of God's love with The Call. The call to follow Jesus is ultimately a call to be transformed into the very likeness of God, which is love. The old law was able to place restrictions on us that changed our behaviour, but it could not change our hearts. It might stop me from sinning, but it could not stop me from wanting to sin. This is where the message of grace is so revolutionary. The death and resurrection of Jesus frees me from my sin, but it is more than that. When we meditate on the love that has been shown through this saving action, we lose the desire to sin. Sin ultimately comes from a hunger for love. And so we fall upon creation in a desperate attempt to fill this hunger. Jesus gives us the ultimate remedy for sin by revealing to us a love that is greater than anything we can comprehend. The more we reflect on this truth and allow the grace to soak into our hearts, we will be transformed into the very likeness of the thing we are looking at, which is love. The fullness of this transformation will only take place if we are taking time every day to meditate on how God loves us. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Walking the Walk, here's Sam Clear. Hi, I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. Have you ever been in a pitch black room where you can't even see your hand in front of your face and you can't find the light switch? It's not such a nice feeling. Imagine that same complete blackout, but you're instead standing on a secluded road in the middle of Belarus, the last remaining dictatorship of Europe, and you're surrounded by thick pine forests, home to wild boars, wolves, brown bears and bison. You lost your torch that day, and now you're stranded miles from anywhere, unable to even see your hand in front of your face. Welcome to my night on February 9th, 2008. I was halfway through a 73km day, and was now faced with the daunting task of having to complete the final 30-odd kilometres in utter darkness. It was horrible. I stumbled off the side of the road numerous times, and every breaking twig in the forest had my heart skipping beats and my ears straining to work out what was there. I was close to crying out for God to bring an end to it all, for someone to be sent to pick me up on that secluded road. But instead, in that moment, God gave me the grace to instead ask for just a little light, something to light my way and provide relief to the complete blackout. There was a big flash of light to my left. I stopped and stared into darkness. Then another, whoosh. I'd walked up alongside a clearing cutting a kilometre through the forest to the M1 freeway, running from Moscow to Berlin. It was a beautiful sight. 
I painstakingly guided my every step through the overgrown tussock-riddled clearing to the freeway, where prayers of thanks and a big sigh of relief were accompanied by car headlights flashing past every few seconds. I turned 29 years old that night. That little bit of light was a sweet birthday present. When we find ourselves in darkness, what do we desire? A way out or a little bit of light so that we can push on? Do we seek to regain control or do we seek Christ? I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. For more on the walk around the world for unity, go to walkforone.com. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Great to have Sam on the show. And his website is walkforone.com. That's walk with the digit four one.com. It's a great place to go if you're passionate about unity for Christian churches. So in there was Father David Callahan in his segment, The Call. He's from the Missionaries of God's Love. And he was drawing us into true daily discipleship this week by placing our trust in God and understanding that God wants to transform us into his image and his image is that of love. Coming up, Marilyn Rodriguez with her Peaceful Parents segment really well named that segment because this lady is just so peaceful she must be an amazing mother um, and her tips for parenting are, are fantastic I know lots of people love them faith hope love and life you're listening to the journey with advice on peaceful parenting here's marilyn rodriguez hello i'm marilyn rodriguez and you're listening to the peaceful parent last saturday morning i was so stressed out just thinking about what we had to do that day our kids sports activities are on saturdays and so we had swimming and basketball as we usually do But I'd also booked us all in to see our dentist whose surgery is several suburbs away and there was a grocery shop needed in there as well and dinner to be cooked. And I wanted to go to a book club meeting in the evening as well. It all looked doable when I wrote it down in my diary but when I woke up on Saturday I just knew I'd signed my husband and me up for a tiring and stressful day even before factoring in the Saturday traffic. We all know about the phenomenon of overscheduled kids but what about overscheduled parents? The dental visits were the one thing I thought I could squeeze in, but really shouldn't have. They could have waited until the next school holiday when we get a break from Saturday sports as well. We plunged in and survived of course, but I certainly learnt my lesson. Our Saturdays are busy enough and I'm always glad when I leave those empty bits of white space which we have in them whenever possible. Why do we often feel that we need to do everything at once, fulfil every desire and every need right away? In my case, I booked those dental visits because we were due for our checkups and I wanted to get them out of the way so I could forget about them. But why? They could have waited. There's always going to be something else I will have to do or want to do. I'm never going to be completely done. Not until the end of my life, (laughs) and certainly not in this phase of life with a young family to raise. We all need some margins in every day, some white space. Time between our activities to stop, chat with a friend or a neighbour to tease our spouse or play with our kids, to potter around, maybe steal half an hour to do some little thing we enjoy doing. There are certain things we want and need to do as parents and as individuals which are not very urgent. And so in very busy seasons of life, maybe the best way to get around to them is to look more broadly at our time, plan our activities in terms of months or even years instead of weeks, weeks instead of days, and just take things a little bit easier to give everyone in our family a bit more room to breathe and grow. This is Marilyn Rodriguez, and if you'd like to follow my journey in trying to become a more peaceful parent, 
you can visit my website at marilynrodriguez.com. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Another great input from Marilyn Rodriguez and the importance of being peaceful when you're dealing with your kids, bringing (laughs) peace into your daily life. Which brings us to the end of another week. Yes, indeed. Thanks for listening into the journey. I hope wherever you are, you're enjoying the cooler weather of winter. I encourage you to give us some feedback as well. Just go to our Facebook page. Look for The Journey Catholic Radio in your search engine. You can also follow the links to listen to past shows of The Journey as podcasts. And if the show isn't being played on your local Christian radio station yet, and you're listening via podcast or live streaming, well... Thanks for listening in. Why don't you give them a call and just let them know about the journey. Ask them if they can play it in your local region. That's how these things start and lots and lots of people are interested in getting the journey playing in their local region. Keep listening in. Being promoted all around the country in Catholic schools, parishes and agencies and lots and lots of people are getting right behind the journey. Next week on the show we'll be doing it all again guys without saying great music, interviews and inputs from our awesome presenters. Also a big cheerio to all of our listeners. There's a growing band of listeners, podcasts, live streaming, our on new regions they're taking the show Bendigo Wodonga Gippsland and of course the Illawarra thanks for listening in faith hope love and life you've been listening to The Journey The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop radio.org.au